This week we visit Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival from Tampa, Florida. This is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us, our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Well, how are you doing tonight? How was? I'm good. You're good. I'm still. Um, I'm still full from yesterday. Yeah, we did a very, very, very popular event yesterday. That it's. I think it probably brings out more locals and season pass members to Disney than just about anything. Yeah. And that's the Epcot International Food and Wine. It was so good. Festival. We did that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's. It was. It was great it's it was great like i actually probably i was telling you guys today that i always have fun and whenever we do a disney day but yesterday i had one of those days where it was just a great just a great day all around like there was nothing to complain about everything was just amazing it was just a really good probably one of the better disney days i've had in a long 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 time and um well, we'll, and we'll talk about that more a little bit yeah, later yeah we will well, but i think a lot of that had to do with just kind of our our attitude going in that we were going to have a good time and we were just going to relax and we weren't going to be rushed and um, we were just going to enjoy ourselves. And a lot of times we go to Disney like, okay, you know, we've got to get to the fast passes. We've got to get to this. We've got to do this. Did we pack our lunches? You know, and this time we just kind of said, you know what, well, we're going to buy some food there and we're going to relax and enjoy ourselves. And we kind of did the touristy we, um, we spent like a long day there and, yeah, and we never were like, we felt like sometimes as season pass members, annual pass members, I don't know if we're the only ones who do this or I think it's kind of common is especially with the fast passes, you start to feel rushed. Like you get, yeah. oh, I've got to be at this ride at this time and then I got to go to that at that time and then you don't really, you know, get stop a chance to- Stop and smell the roses. Yeah, you don't get a chance to slow down and stop enjoy. Stop and smell the scallops. The, the scallops <laughs> were smelling pretty good yesterday. Yeah. And, and we, we got there fairly early and usually we don't really rush our- morning we kind of get up and we get up and drive over there it's an hour hour and 15 hour and a half to get to orlando and we hit some monster traffic yesterday yeah like i mean we definitely had some traffic. reasons to not have a good day like we had a few hiccups here and there but we didn't let any of it get to us and we just had a great day yeah you we, know? we got out there and we just had a, like a, just a really cool chill just explore epcot day grazing from one food station to another yeah. throughout the day and it was really really cool exploring so exploring the different countries yeah it yeah. was really nice we'll but get we'll get we'll a talk to that. more we'll talk more about that soon so what did you have you you said you had some news regarding um, i have disney a, a it's, disney it's thing. more disney news yeah so and yours is more not disney so i guess i'll do mine first so we have a little break between the disneys um <clears throat> i saw that disney announced a couple of days ago that their Galaxy's Edge, which is their Star Wars world that they're they're busily working on, is going to include Oga's Cantina, which is 
the do, 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 Olga O L O L G A. It's not Olga. It's Oga O G A. This is like the yeah, like you just did the music, the little that's the. I didn't even know I place had a name. Yeah, Olga's Cantina. Well, I mean, and learn something every day. You always hear it referred to as the Cantina. The Cantina, sure. But yeah, apparently it's Olga. The Cantina Band and all that, right? And um, and yeah, it's gonna have. You know, it's going to be a real bar inside Galaxy's Edge with exotic drinks and also, you know, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, they said. Um, I hope they have a band. A variety of extraterrestrial vessels. Um, and it'll be a safe haven for smugglers and bounty hunters alike. And and, and, and scum and villainy. Exactly. But I hope they have a band and I hope the band is not like... It's not going to be Chuck E. Cheese style where it's animatronic dudes playing the music. I want to see like real guys up there playing those little clarinet things, the do 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 and just different things. That'd be really cool if it they do. If they really can work cool. that out, that'd be really, really, really neat. That place looks amazing. When that's done, that's going to be so cool. Well, and last time we were there, I think we mentioned this, but we 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 saw the you could see it over Toy Story Land the the mountains and stuff right. and we saw a the wing of a plane that looked completely done i mean it looked it still had, it had the paint on it and everything like it was already painted and the wing of a plane sticking straight up that if you look at the models you you'll see that it's wing. really big you'll see that yeah. wing in the models as well um and it was like oh my god they've done the plane you know that's so cool it's like you can start to see it coming to life yeah so. i'm sure there's a lot of stuff you can't see that's behind those walls that are Eye level, but you can't because you can't see the wall. You can't see the Millennium Falcon yet. You can't see all that stuff that's down below. Yeah. So, so who knows what's there? Everything up, you can sort of see behind, behind Toy Story Land. So that's gonna be really, really cool. So all I was really gonna say, I don't really have any news as far as like anything new going on because. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have, oh, yeah. Before you get on to your next thing, I just had to, the that Disney Park officials describe the Cantina as. Um, the kind of establishment that attracts some of the most interesting and disre- disreputable characters in the galaxy, which I just love that. It's like, I, I don't know. I just think that's so fun. I think it's going to be um, really cool. And, and it's just like, they're, they're like, this is, this is going to be, it's going to be a rough place, you know, I hope so. Disney, Disney rough. rough. Yes. <laughs> How rough can that really be? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think it sounds like it's going to be really fun. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be cool. You know what I did see was one of your favorite, I'm using air quotes here, favorite rides at Universal, the Pterodon Flyers. Oh yeah. Is closing. Permanently? For like a week oh. <laughs> for renovations, so I wonder what they're going to do with that. And again, they're probably going to paint I, it's it. It's not that I don't right. It's not that I don't think that it's a good ride. I think it's it's you know just inversely um, related to its wait time. It's well, like that's a you, big thing for me, like the wait time versus how good the ride is. I'm sure I've said that like a bunch of times yeah, on here. It, and it is a big thing. It definitely affects your your enjoyment of the ride. So. Yesterday at Epcot, we went on Journey, Journey into Imagination twice. <laughs> and I think in the past, I've even said on here how that, sh- that ride is kind of lame. And then we went on and I'm like, this isn't that bad, it, especially for no it's, wait at all. It's a walk-on. No way. It's a total walk-on and it completely air-conditioned. Yeah. So. It's a great way to spend 10 minutes in air-conditioning and it's, it was okay. I mean, it's it's not the best thing they have there. No, but it's for fine a five though. Wait, it's, it's a fun. cute little ride that is fine and, and it's a nice way to cool off for a few minutes and you, there's no wait. You know what is funny about that ride though that I noticed yesterday when you we went on it twice, right? And mm-hmm. I've been on it a bunch of times, but we went on it twice in one day, which never happens for that thing. But because there's no weight, why not? Yeah. But the second time, I spent more time like looking around, like looking behind me and looking yeah. off the side. And I noticed yeah. all these little things that, 
like parts of the effects and things mm-hmm. that make things go that seemed so non-Disney like. Like there was just these big box fans behind you for that part where you get hit with air. Yeah. There's like power strips and cables laying around and some of the lighting looked kind of cheesy like just something you could buy at Home Depot and so yeah. that ride seems like they it's probably pretty cheap I think it feels like they did it on the cheap but did the best they could with yeah. on the cheap well it's funny that you say that because there's one part where you're going through Figment's house and it's upside down and if you look up at his dining room table like it's all kind of um, it's all kind of black lighted so everything's kind of glowing you know and um if you look at his dining room table you can see the napkins and the forks were painted fairly poorly um and like that black lit black light paint to make it glow yeah yeah, like you can totally see like these obvious paint strokes in the napkins and stuff and it's it's pretty funny considering it's disney and it's that's a total not disney kind of you know, presence right I feel, there. Yeah, you know? and like I said, laying around and seeing power strips and and extension cords laying around right off next to the right next to the ride train. I thought that's kind of non Disney, but I get the feeling that's kind of one of those attractions that's over there that they're just kind of they're on the countdown. Yeah, it's, it's, time is limited. They know that they need to do something with it, and they're just kind of like, okay, we'll let it run. It eats people. It, it uses up people throughout the day and, yeah. well, and not okay. only that but it's it's also they they close it at like five or six usually if the park isn't very busy i think like, yeah i think the only reason it was open past six or o'clock yesterday because it was food and wine and there was a lot of people there was there. a lot of people it was a busy busy day sorry so what was your news no i don't really have anything newsy news as far as tourism goes but i've just noticed that like a couple days ago we had like a monster thunderstorm come through our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I On had not. Friday of last yeah, week. Yeah. I was outside doing some yard work, and then the storm clouds started to roll in. Heard a little thunder, felt some raindrops, and I'm like, I should probably go in. So I go in, and then five minutes later, not even five minutes later, the trees behind the backyard are they look like a hurricane. They're like bending it, over. Oh, I haven't seen the trees doing what they were doing in our neighborhood since, since Irma. Since Irma, yeah. yeah. And I and well, then, I was driving in it, and it was. It was sideways rain, and it was gusts of rain going across the road. Like, and you couldn't see, you know, more than a car, car and a half length in front of you. That's how how bad it, it was. was. It was crazy. And there was thunder and lightning hitting here. And then after it ended, we took a drive through the neighborhood, and then we saw trees down all over the neighborhood. I, I trees think we and limbs. Like three or four yeah. different trees. Palm down trees the from like what a storm that lasts maybe twenty minutes. What did you say it was called? A, they called it a. Um, a microburst. A microburst. So it's like this super intense downwards. I think it was pretty localized to this area because right around here, man, all these trees and limbs and palm trees were snapped over. And there was palm trees snapped in half after the hurricane. And I see these this happening after this 20-minute storm. So yeah. that thing was nasty. I mean, it was like a 20-minute local hurricane. It was nasty. <laughs> it did. It seemed like a hurricane. It really was. It really yeah. was. I look in the backyard and I see all these trees behind our house just swaying like crazy like man i haven't seen that since last year but that's what i was going to say is i noticed it's been a really chill hurricane season so far and there's been i think this was like the first august on record don't quote me on that but i think i saw this like the first august there that has on record or in a long long time that there has not been like a named storm like at all oh really so it's been so crazy and now there is one already out there. There's Florence, which is way as of the time that you listen to this, which is September yeah, but it's not 3rd. threatening Florida. Right? Yeah, it's way at least not yet. It's way out in Africa. But now there's another tropical depression that just formed off the off the Caribbean that is looking like it might make for a rainy couple of days here and then turn into a maybe a storm and then maybe a, even a hurricane and then run up to either the Panhandle or 
somewhere along the Gulf Coast. So yeah. that's one to look out for. That's not really something we usually talk about on this show, but it's getting to be that time of year again, and there's hey. more stuff out there. And it's a Florida-themed podcast. Yeah, so, so I'm actually kind of a... not talk about hurricanes if you're talking about Florida. Well, I'm kind of a weather hurricane geek a little bit, especially last year after Irma. I, I got, think you I can got say a lot of A it. lot of, yeah. <laughs> and there's this site I, I go on, on a lot called Tropical Tidbits, and I actually am a Patreon there, which Patreon is where you... You know, you kind of donate money yeah. to things that you that you like want to support, and so I give them like a buck a month just mm-hmm. because I I like that site, and you can go and on you there. Use and it a lot. I use it all the especially this especially time of year. Season, yeah, I become yeah. sort of like impulsive, maybe probably too much. Like I you look at that com- and impulsive or compulsive, compulsive, impulsive, compulsive. compulsive yeah. yeah, where I look at that and I go, oh, there's this tropical system forming off of Africa. It might become a hurricane in two weeks, which is totally not accurate anymore. They say they say any more than five days out is complete. Just, Guess, just yeah, they're just guessing. And yeah. So I see these things, but I just think it's interesting. I'm always looking at these storms coming off Africa and seeing what can they do, what they're gonna do, and but but it's getting busy again right now. If you look at it right now, yeah, there was some more stuff happening out there. So yeah, well, you never know. We'll, yep. we'll keep an eye on it. I think it was Dennis Phillips who turned me onto that that site. He kept mentioning You're a big it. Fan on, yeah, of Dennis Phillips. Yeah, and then and, and then so I started I, watching actually. it. Yeah. He's he's really he he does a really really great job of making it understandable to everyone and making it accessible to everyone, especially with his Facebook Live stuff. So. He's the guy with the suspenders. You yeah. Know, if you if you live in around here or anywhere in Florida, he's really probably he's like, very popular. Yeah, he's like the, well the weatherman around here. So, all right. Uh, so you want to talk about yeah? Let's food talk wine? about food and wine. So do Yesterday. you want to talk about um the concert series first? Do you have the list in front of you? I do. Cool. I meant to look that up because because there was a heck of a star there yesterday. Yeah, we were walking, we were walking <laughs> through. We can let's get to that. Let's should we start at Mexico where we started well, and walk we around? We can't tease to this and then okay. not and leave them hanging. So they got this thing called Eat to the Beat. Yep, Eat to the Beat concert series. And every it's day, in the America's Garden Theater, yeah, which is, you know, in the America area. It's where they do the the big stage back there by by America in the World Showcase. And yesterday. We had no idea. We just walked by and saw that Tiffany was Tiffany, playing. <laughs> 80s one hit wonder <laughs> Tiffany was at the Yeah, I love how they have like the the song that they're known for like right by their name. Do they list the song they're case, known for? Yeah, cuz it says Tiffany. I think we're alone now. Does it really say that? <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, she probably like encored with that. We didn't even go see it. We we were there not far. I hope that she opened with it. And closed with it. You gotta see, open it with it, close with it, play it. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the only thing she played. (laughs) Um, No, I think she had a couple other hits, like one or two, maybe. Um, I think she covered a Beatles song back in the day, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It was but... her, her versus Debbie Gibson. That was the big rivalry back then. <gasps> oh, you is know... Debbie Gibson on the list? Mm, I don't see Debbie Gibson. Who else Gibson. is on the list? I want to know who's coming to, eat, to the beat, and I want to know when we need to be okay, going so back Okay, so here's one that I'm actually kind of excited about. David Cook. Do you remember him? He was American Idol guy, right? Yeah. And he was really good. Like, he um, he had kind of a rock uh, rock pop sound to I remember him. He played him. guitar. He played kind his own guitar. Kind of reminded me a lot of, um, what was the other American Idol dude? that uh, Chris Daughtry. Yeah, the bald guy. Yeah, he reminded me a little bit of him. But he also had songs that he played, like... Like, I'm a Broadway musical sh- show geek, and he would, like, there was one time that he sang um, a song from Phantom of the Opera, which is 
you know, I know you don't love that show, but the songs in them are in it is, are very hard to sing. And he sang it, sang it very well, hit all the notes. It was very impressive. Um, so he's I actually do seem like, to remember that. I do seem to yeah, remember that. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. So I think that would be cool to see. Oh, I got the list right here. Oh, so yesterday Tiffany was number one. Okay, yeah, because the thing just opened this week. Yeah, she was. So the fir- she was the first one. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, August thirtieth and thirty first, Blue October was there. So I don't, I don't know, know what who that, that is. is. Bahamut. I feel like we did we talk about this already? I feel like we've talked we've gone through so. this list. No, I don't think so. Bahamut, you know what they sing? Um, I have to find uh, Better know the one hit wonder. Who let the dogs <laughs> out? <laughs> who did let the dogs out? That's the eternal question. Yeah, I don't know. Um Oh, well, maybe we did talk about this because I see Postmodern air, jukebox. air Supply is in here. And I remember you teasing me about Air Supply. Yeah, you can go to that one. I, I love Air Supply. Um, Smash Mouth, 98 Degrees, 30 Smash Mouth. Kenny G is going to be there. Billy Ocean. Get out of my dreams. <laughs> this is like a mix of people who were like one hit wonders yeah. and people who were kind of like yep. really, really big for like a short amount of time. Like Everclear. Everclear was kind of a big deal for like a couple years in the 90s. They're on this list. They're yeah. coming in October. I see Boys to Men coming. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. They were kind of a big deal in the 90s a little bit, right? I feel like. I think so. Hanson. Living, living Color. Hanson um, is coming. Plain White Tea. Hanson. Um, Again, another one hit wonder band. Boys to Men. Man, what Living Color is coming. I would actually like to see them. Yeah, didn't I just say that? Yeah, you did. Um So so it goes through November 12th it looks like. So it's I mean, a long time, right before an, Halloween and yeah. right after Halloween, right before Thanksgiving. I mean, that's that's awesome. I think that um there's plenty of time, you know, to go to catch this really awesome event so that's that's a good thing it looked like i think tiffany yesterday they showed i think she had like two show times there was 5 30 that was the one that we it says were... at the top it's nightly at 5 30 6 45 and 8 p.m oh so they do three shows a day three shows a day which i mean that's not bad so the shows are long so she can play i think i'm alone now four times and then hit the leave exactly. and then come back and play four more yeah, times she probably plays for 45 minutes and then that's it you know and then she gets a little break um postmodern jukebox is on here too yeah, that's so, kind of a weird one because they don't really have. That's not like a one band or one artist. They just kind of rotate people in and out, right? So you I don't, don't even know who Postmodern Jukebox is. They are, they are, they do. Um, it's a YouTube channel. There's probably more to it. I know you've seen them. They do like take like modern. They do covers of more modern songs, but they do them in like this 50s and 40s and old like doo-wop versions of like modern songs. They're really oh, okay. cool. It's really cool. Okay, check that it out sounds, right after this. I will. I will. Yeah. Um. So. So we have our little um, festival passport, Epcot International Food and Wine Festival Passport 2018. Um, so we could kind of go through this for the highlights because it's for me, it's always hard to remember, especially a day like it was yesterday, kind of like a whirlwind. Yeah. Um, we started in Mexico, which is like, we did. you know, you either start in Canada or Mexico and then we worked our way around. And, and we, and we kind of skipped like in the beginning at the front, there's like, there's an area over by test track and there's an area by, and we went to all those places, but I don't think we really realized that there was until later Then we until went back later there, yeah. that there were like actual stations there. Um, so we, so we really didn't start our food and wine festival experience at the beginning of the park, like we could have, we started it in Mexico. Like, well, said. it is so, the international festival, so you want to start it in the countries, and then, I, I, right? Yeah, absolutely. So sure. Mexico, we didn't eat at every single place. We did kind of graze here and there. We kind of hit a couple things around Mexico. What did we do? We did the shrimp fajita. Um, we did the shrimp quesadilla. Quesadilla. It's a corn tortilla with shrimp. Oh gosh, Oaxaca cheese. 
O-A-X-A-C-A. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Oaxaca. Um, Oaxaca. That's, I think the X's are like silent. silent maybe. Or, yeah. Topped with a spicy guajillo sauce and sesame seeds. It was very good. It was okay. It was very small. It was small. It was seven and a half bucks for like a small little soft taco size thing. It was good. Yeah. But for like value wise, it was all right. Yeah, so, and they had, like, they had short rib tostadas, they had coconut rice pudding, and then a ton of, like, different cervezas. Um, yeah, speaking of cervezas, like, the, this thing, I know, like, going around, that's beer. beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cervezas, listen to this guy. No, I thought that, I know, like, drinks around the world is, like, a big thing to do mm-hmm. at, at, at Epcot, and yeah. I've tried to do it one time. Yeah, you tried with my brother. We tried with your brother, and we, I think we tried to do, we said we're doing beers around the world. Yeah. And, and then, like, after about, halfway through. After about $400 in. <laughs> yeah, we quit about halfway through, only because, it was well, so expensive. it got expensive, but I think we kind of knew that going in. Yeah. But I think the rookie mistake we made was we went to Germany. It's not a rookie mistake to drink Germany. That's like, that's like that's you, you gotta guarantee you've got to do that. We the rookie mistake was we got one of those like one liter huge steins like those you know ziggy zaggy oh, ziggy zaggy yeah. like, like, like steins. <laughs> And, so it's a, a lot of beer. And it was like, yeah, it just crushed us. Like, just, it was too much. Like, we were so full after that. Oh, yeah. And we thought, yeah, I think I'm good. And so, <laughs> drinks halfway around the world. But at this, there's a lot of sample-sized ones where you go around and it's like yeah. four bucks for like a four-ounce thing. Yeah. Of, and there's a lot of different beers from all different countries and a lot of craft beers from mm-hmm. a lot of Florida local craft beers from all around the state mm-hmm. and from all these different countries. So, I feel like... If you're going to do drinks around the world or beers around the world or wines around the world, this is probably like the time, good time to do it. You can do the sample. Yeah, sizes. you can do the yeah. samples. So it's not that expensive. Like you can probably go around and do a drink from every country yeah. for four or five bucks per drink. Right. I mean, it's not a huge, it's not a pint. If you want no, a full drink. No, but you drink, don't want to be, yeah. you know, you'll be blasted if you have a full yeah, pint. Yeah, well, <laughs> all, the way all around, every country. All the way around the world. Plus the other one. So yeah, you can not get blasted. You can have it reasonably affordable compared to the other way. Right. And it's a smaller thing, so you're not getting really full. Yeah. You're not walking around all bloated, which is so, what a Germany one liter will do. pint will do. Yeah. <laughs> so we went, um, after we had our quesadilla, we went into um, the pavilion and rode the... Yeah, we um, went to the Mexico boat ride. Yeah, we rode the Mexican boat ride. We uh, we noticed, because you've been talking for a while yeah. now about how you're expecting the Mexican boat ride to be transformed Co- into Coco. Yeah, I remember when we were in the theater and the Coco trailer came. Right. And I think that at that time, Frozen had already been... The the the, the, the boat ride at Norway, yeah, the Maelstrom, been... had already been Frozenified. Right. And we saw a movie, I forget what movie it was, but Coco, the Coco trailer played... And I tapped on your shoulder and I said, see this? They're going to make the Mexico boat ride into this. I know it. This was before the movie ever came right. out. And now the Mexico pavilion is... When sl- you first yeah. walk in, what you see is Coco. It's slowly being Coco-fied. Yeah, yeah. Um, They had the... I don't know what they're called, but the skeletons. They had the Day of the Dead stuff. Yeah. And they had like the Remember Me playing yes. when you walk in. They had the and, guitar, like you could buy the guitar. Right. Um, which I think is really cool because if you haven't seen Coco, you should really go see it. Because I liked it a lot. It's excellent. Yeah, it's I liked really it a lot. Movie. It was a weird. It was weird for me because it, it was a weird movie that it took a while for me to warm up to. Not that I 
I took several viewings, but the first thirty minutes of it, it was a little slow going for me. See, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't start slow for me. Yeah, really, you were you yeah, were on board I was, from the beginning. I was good. I mean, I, it's funny because I didn't really want to see it. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm good. I don't really want to see it. Um, you guys went and saw it in the theater. Yeah, I wanted and, to see because I like all the Pixar movies. Yeah, it was just I had to see it. Well, and I do too, but I don't know. For some reason, I, I guess I just wasn't in the mood for a Pixar movie at the time. And um, you guys went and saw it in the theater. It came back and told me up in Chicago actually. Yeah, and told me that it was really good and so. So we rented it when it came out on on um came out on the red box on the red box i yeah. guess or something and we rented it and and i saw it then but I, I it didn't take me a long time to get into it once the movie started yeah it just took like the first 30 minutes of it it just took me a while to kind of warm up to not warm up to it like oh i don't like this but it just took me a while to get into it and then the further went i got more and more into yeah. it and then by the end of the movie i was like fully invested i like i thought it was a great great movie. yeah i yeah. thought it was a really great movie too and i know you were you said that you like you got kind of like yeah, the, 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 end, the end of that movie is, like, brutal. I mean, not yeah, brutal like in, like, a bad like way. It, it's, like, like yeah. emotional. There's not a dry eye in the house at the end of that thing. Well, my eyes were dry at the end. Although, I, I mean, I did think that it was it was sweet. Yeah. But I was when you said, oh, there's no way you're going to get through this without crying, I was like, oh, gosh. Because I always think of, when somebody says that to me, I always think of Toy Story 3. Yeah. Which... Uh, I was like a blubbering mess at the end of Toy Story 3 when he goes off to college and the toys say goodbye because I'm I think about our kids going off to college uh, one day you yeah, know for sure so um so anyway I'm we're getting we're getting off track but um but yeah I was I was thankful that I wasn't like you know because I mean at the end of Toy Story 3 just for the record I was like <gasps> like crying so hard like you had to like you know you had like the hiccup kind of thing so um well that was one of those movies where in the theater you look around like half the people are doing yeah. the same thing and everybody's like it's okay right. it's okay we're it's all gonna be all right. you just want to compose yourself before you it's go out of the lobby it's just a movie and yeah. they're not even real <laughs> I thought I forgot I mean I didn't forget but I didn't think it was the part where he gives away the toys I was thinking about the part where they're in the trash oh in the trash too yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that the fire. Right there that was, was that was hard pretty too. Pretty hardcore for a Pixar movie. Um anyway, we we digress. Um so after Mexico, we didn't get anything in China, but China's next. Yeah, our thought was like, well, we Chinese food. We've had Chinese food. We're okay. Yes. And we looked at the menu. And, and it looks good. It looked I mean, good, but it was like, well, they have like we're the gonna... Zion pa- um pancake, chicken dumplings, Beijing roasted duck boo bun. Which actually looked really good. I saw somebody eating and, that. And also my my I, my feelings about the Mex the Chinese the restaurant in China in China Nine Dragons. I think. Yeah. I'm a little tainted by bad experience there. We did it's have a not bad my favorite Epcot restaurant. So I was. It's just very like, expensive for what felt like to go Chinese food. Yeah, my my saying about the China and not even China, great to go Chinese. Yeah, it was food. it was like yeah, it's takeout quality at gourmet prices. That's always been my yeah. my saying about poor the, takeout. Quality. Yeah. So like <laughs> I can get this at every Chinese restaurant in every yeah. strip mall in America. I don't need to go here and pay for this but but these things that i saw people eating actually looked really good um and then there was also a black pepper shrimp with garlic noodles that sounds good um so then we went to india and oddly our daughter yeah. really wanted the indian yeah food. this was weird i was, it was like so weird she's gonna become an adventurous eater she's already yeah. like that like i'm like that too so she was yeah. like i want to try this warm indian bread that had all these three different kinds of spices on it. one of them or not spices but dipping sauces there was a sweet salsa and then there was like a, a mango salsa mango salsa pickled garlic pickled garlic was that was that what did it have um it was the pickled garlic and then there was what was the third one that it had it was it? a coriander pesto dip pesto that's right and it, it came with like a a warm indian like non bread yeah it was good and um, the good thing about these are like they're all they're all the portions are pretty small but their prices are pretty small too like each one of these things 
Like the the shrimp uh, quesadilla we talked about earlier, that was like seven and a half bucks, but that was kind of the outlier. Most of these Most are between of, four and five bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and the things that are a little bit more expensive are bigger, right? You know, um, which we'll get to. Yeah, we'll get to one of them. <laughs> um, and I didn't, we didn't really talk about it, but sorry to jump back, but in China. They had like mango bubble tea, jasmine draft beer, um, like kung fu punch, which was like vodka and triple sec. Um, so they had like a lot of cocktails too. Yeah, um, and then in India they had a had a mango lassi, which is non alcoholic, and a few lagers um, along with wines and things like that. So, so then we went to Africa. We didn't get anything in Africa. Um, they had babar style beef tenderloin tips and spicy Ethiopian red lentil stew. And then Germany, we skipped Germany too. We sk- well, we Germany was when I jumped ahead. Oh, we went into that caramel place. Remember that place oh, had yeah. the most that ridiculous smell some, ever, like in was, a good way. It was so good. Yeah, it smelled like it smelled like I don't know. I mean, it, it just smelled like heaven. heaven. It was the yeah. best. It was, it was just the, it was the caramel, caramel place, and right? Popcorn and caramel and um I'm going like there just for the smell it was unbelievable caramel and yeah it was crazy um we skipped ahead and went to the U, the america pavilion and went yeah to the, we went we to skipped the, germany and we skipped italy too the funnel cake place germany had a strudel and a bratwurst italy had um a cacciatore and a rigatoni um and then yeah so then we went to america and we got this funnel cake it was it's a, a maple bacon funnel maple cake. bacon funnel cake and it wasn't. This was. This was one of the non. And it, the picture is posted on our Facebook. Yeah, we post on Facebook and, and, and Instagram and Twitter. But it was not one of. It was the one of the non-small little one single no, size. No, it wasn't portion. a sample. Yeah, it this was, was a for full four size people. Funnel. Yeah, and we all four split it, and it was plenty. So this was a funnel cake with maple ice cream and like, like what felt like pretty recently cooked bacon, like all on top yeah, of it. Yeah, and it was the bacon was warm. It was ridiculously good. And the good. ice yeah. cream was you know cold, and the 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 funnel cake was crispy it it really felt like they had just made it so it hadn't been sitting there because if you don't know how food and wine festival works they kind of like you pay for your food and then you in one line and then you go to another line and then they're just handing the handing food out and out. It's, yep. the food is like already kind of made it's right. like just like lined up there but uh but i mean they are just you know they are going through people so fast that they probably are making them really relatively recently you know anytime they're passing yeah around. no fresh and or and hot was never an issue because they make them quick and quick, the turnaround yeah, is and really, they're really turning quick. them over really quick but so the, this funnel cake what i thought was funny about it is i kind of felt validated to buy it in a way because i remember i was i forgot where it was but it, it was either facebook or reddit or something like where uh, the ben and jerry folks it was like ben from ben and jerry's they were on there and they were asking for people to request Ice cream flavors are yeah, like yeah. say, hey, guys, got an idea for an ice cream flavor? Pitch right. it to us. And I had this idea, and maybe may not have been the most original idea. I may have read it somewhere else, but yeah, I thought like, yeah. like a breakfast ice cream where you make it like with maple syrup and, mm-hmm. and bacon and pancake pieces all inside there. And yeah. this was basically that. That it yeah. was like a yeah. yeah, it was maple like a crispy pancake. Yeah, it yeah. was it was super good. So it yeah, was definitely it was enough for four I people. Highly recommend it. Cannot cannot yep. recommend it enough. <laughs> so we had we had dessert before we went on to Morocco and had something that was a weird mix, but it was great. Yeah. This may have been one of my favorite things of the day. The next so thing before we, we get to Morocco, though, we skipped Japan, which they had a teriyaki chicken bun, which I kind of really wanted to try. Japan had a really long I didn't line. See that. Um, Whatever was going on in Japan must have been good because Japan had a long line. Well, and we went into the Japan Pavilion, which we had never really done before, and it's a basically just like a giant 
store. Yeah, and this was the point where I was like, this has been a really good day because we were kind of exploring all these countries. Yeah. We and were it looking was, around inside Morocco. And a lot of times we're kind of in a, not a rush, but we just sort of... When you don't really realize, like we were walking around this, here. this, you know, Japanese store and the culture is so different in there. We ended up buying something called a Pocky, which was a... Um, a stick like biscuit it looked like a stick it looked like like a stick that you would pick up off the ground i think coated in like a cookies and cream um chocolate covering a little bit so um and they were pretty fairly thin sticks we got some of those and and you bought them and you said the experience so you know what did you say about your experience when you bought them Oh, the girl, she like bowed to me when I paid for it. And then when I said, when I left, so I and thought, And you, when wow. you said thank you, and she like said thank she, like, you, bowed. and she like bowed to you. So so it, was, it, was like, like, it felt like very authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I'm sure that was, I mean, they everybody in there is from the the country that they represent. So right. that was probably just normal behavior for her. But it was but cool. My favorite thing about the Japan was my our daughter was playing with one of those little Zen gardens and she was asking about it. She's like oh, raking geez. it around the you're sand. Such a, you're such a mean dad. And she's like, what is this? Is this sand? I'm like, no, it's sugar. So what does she do? She licks her finger, puts it in there, and licks it and gets a mouthful of sand. And <laughs> You're so mean. That was, that was my favorite moment of the <laughs> My favorite thing of the day. Right there. So moving on, we went on to No, Morocco. that was my second favorite thing of the day. It's coming up in France. Oh, yeah. France, the is, next thing France is my favorite part of the, the day. The kids put their mouth. <laughs> so Morocco, we uh, they had a kefta pocket, um, seasoned ground beef and a, beef po- and a pita pocket, which you really wanted. But we ended up getting the hummus fries instead, which had cucumber, tomato, onions, and tzatziki sauce. Um, they were really spicy, way spicier than I thought they were going to be. The hummus. They fries. were really, really good though. I don't know how they made how how did they make the hummus fry? Like, was it just? I, I think that they must. What they probably take is hummus and then mix in some egg and maybe some some bread crumbs. Yeah, and then dip deep. Because it had it. a nice consistency. Like it felt like yeah. you could eat it. And Morocco was another one of those moments where in there and the whole like the whole park of Epcot just had this great vibe going on yesterday there was this really good band playing in the Morocco yeah. Pavilion and the guy was playing clarinet and, yeah and this guy was I, rocking out on the I clarinet I played the clarinet in, in, in school and I was like dang I wish I could play, could play yeah, clarinet like yeah. that because it was great he was doing a great job they were playing some like traditional Moroccan music yes. well but they were like in a rock element like this guy was rocking out with the clarinet yeah, this guy she, had electric guitar girl this girl was singing and yeah. everybody was dancing and grooving it to it. It was a great environment. And it was like a really cool street party there and I'm looking and this was how every most of the countries were. There was a lot of live entertainment going right. on throughout Epcot. It was. It was, it was a really, really nice. just a really cool vibe. The whole place had just a really electric atmosphere going on and that's what's really cool about food and wine. And the other thing is I noticed another thing about the food and wine fest that I don't know if I've noticed this before. We've been before, but it's been a while. Was there was a lot of police there yesterday and not yeah, just there like, was. yeah, not security, not Disney security, no, but like, like the actual, county police, yeah, county yeah. cops walk around. And I, I wonder if like maybe there's been the Some event's ruckus. got a bit of a recu- reputation because <laughs> people go and do the drinks causing around the, the world. Causing a ruckus? Yeah, I don't know. But I didn't see anybody cause any trouble. But I, no, saw, I, didn't I saw more cops than before. And I thought, well, maybe there's been some yeah. incidents maybe. in the past. Um, so then we we went through Belgium um, near Morocco. And then we, our we kids cons- wanted to get the Belgian we co- waffle. Yeah, we considered the Belgian waffle with warm chocolate ganache. Sounded really good, but I mean, we were still full from the from the. We just had this big waffle funnel cake. Funnel cake, yeah. Yeah, so we didn't end up getting that. Um, there's also a Belgian waffle with berry compote um, and a beer braised beef. Um, Brazil uh, had um, some pork belly um, and 
quinoa. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Quinoa? No, it wasn't quinoa. It's Q-U-E-I-J-O. Oh, was that some kind of seafood... Uh, like a seafood it's a Brazilian soup or cheese something. bread is what Oh, that's it says. not what I thought. I saw somebody come out of Brazil with some kind of like little, looked like a chowder or something. Maybe that wasn't Brazil. Oh, I don't know. Um, but then the highlight of the trip was yeah. France. So we went to France, and France years ago at Epcot was the first place that I'd ever had escargot, which is garlicky snails. And I don't think I had ever had escargot until we actually went to France. The real France. Yeah, we were in, I think we were in. Were we in Cannes or was it Nice? It was one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. And we had escargot. And if you haven't ever had escargot, it basically tastes exactly like very garlicky mushrooms. It sounds like, it sounds worse than it is. And I I was, the last time I tried it back in the day, I was just feeling kind of an adventurous mood. I'll be like, I'll try it. Why not? So I ate this snail on a cracker. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like snail if snail even has a taste. It just tastes like garlic sauce. It's like garlic, real garlic yeah, garlic. And it tastes, it has kind of the same texture as a mushroom. Yeah, but it doesn't have that earthy mushroom taste. It doesn't really have any flavor at all. The, the garlic. snail, the snail itself is garlic. Yeah. So I'm wondering... Garlic What's butter. the point of even putting the snail on there? Yeah, it's just, just eat some garlic it's butter. It's just a delivery vessel for garlic <laughs> butter. You can put anything on there, right? right? Why right. does it have to be a snail? <laughs> maybe, maybe the snail is so tasteless on its own that they decide it's the perfect vehicle for garlic. Garlic butter. <laughs> so they said, well, of all these things, what can we do on to eat the, the so garlic? So anyway, so we're, we're still kind of like, we're still kind of full from our our funnel cake and Andy's like I don't know should we get it and I'm like we need to get it yeah we because, had to get it because we, were gonna... we wanted to have the kids try it even though without we telling kn- them what it was we knew they wouldn't try it if we told them so anyway so it ended up not being just escargot it wasn't just snails it was in a croissant yeah that had um like a garlic and parsley on it um and it was the, it was even the croissant was very well flavored very garlicky it was a and very it was, garlicky it was like a garlic buttery croissant kind of and croissant. you didn't know there was you if you had no idea that this was a snail hot pocket you'd have no idea that it was escargot yeah yeah so um i i took a bite the kids took a bite they both really liked it we didn't it. tell them what it was we said try this you'll like it because they like garlic they did stuff. see the snail when they saw the snail in there they're like what's they, that black thing is yeah, that meat they, they're like is that a mushroom like they yeah. really thought it was a mushroom and i said kind of and um it's kind of like a mushroom <laughs> <laughs> okay so they chewed and, into and, it and so i'm like just take a bite of it because it doesn't i said it doesn't really taste like anything other than what you're already taking tasting the garlicky so they both took a little bite of the snail but most of them mostly they ate a lot of the croissant right but they got they got um, they, they got, they got some, some snail yeah they got some snail in there and then we told them what it was and they were after both, they decided they liked it though they were like yeah that was pretty good yeah what was that because they said is that meat is that a is that a mushroom and then after it was already too late, they'd already chewed it. They'd yeah, already said they liked it. They swallowed it. <laughs> Guess what that was? That was a snail. And then our daughter starts going, puh, 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 like spitting out. And our da- our son was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I ate a snail today. Good. good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And it then was... we asked him later on, would you eat that again? He's like, uh, I'd eat the bread again. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I have to say, of everything we ate, mm, I mean, the funnel cake was amazing but the escargot was probably my favorite thing it was really that really was good. savory yeah. it was my favorite thing it by was far. really really good it yeah. was excellent yeah so um anyway they had other things in french like they had a creme brulee which sounds really good it had a, like a ra- house-made ra- raspberry jam and then a beer braised beef with bacon onion and mashed potatoes which also sounds good um but but we focused on the snails. Yeah, and then walking through. Yeah, we, that's got to do that. When in France. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the most stereotypical food you can probably eat in France is a yeah. escargot. Or maybe that or frog legs. They didn't have frog legs. 
No, they didn't. But they we ever... did have frog legs when we were there. Yeah, I've had so. frog legs in Florida before. <laughs> so, you don't need to go um, to France for frog legs. Moving right along, um, we kind of skipped over Ireland and Canada. We didn't really eat much We hung out and listened there. to the music a little bit. There was, yeah. a, there was a Beatles cover band playing there. Again, there awesome atmosphere. Yeah. So, and they had like a cheddar cheese and bacon soup in Canada, which sounds Sounds like it would have been good. And they had people um, getting poutine over there. And the poutine sample, that was like a really good portion size. Like oh, people, was it? I people were getting poutine. I, di- I didn't see it. You saw it, but I didn't They had uh, sweet potato poutine, which was with sweet potato fries. They had like one that had beef brisket or uh, maybe it was pulled pork on top. And they had the more traditional poutine. And I've been to Canada, but I've never had poutine there. But the only time I ever had poutine was at the Canada at Epcot before, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what that is, it's fries covered with gravy and cheese. I mean, how could that possibly be bad? It sounds weird. Like, what's poutine? No, if you don't know what yeah, that is, it, it is sounds good. like it could be anything, but it's good. Um, so there were other th- areas that we had kind of skipped that we didn't end up eating at, but it we saw other people eating and it looked good. Like there was the light lab inside Future World um, that had like this phosphorescent freeze, which was in a beaker. It was served in a beaker and it was like a neon green colored and it wasn't alcoholic. It was a non-alcoholic drink because we saw kids. Yeah, I thought it. it was alcoholic at first. Yeah. And then I saw kids with it. And I'm like, oh, that must be something different because it came in like a little beaker. Like, yeah. So that experiment. was kind of cool. And there was... There there must have been others that we didn't see. There was an infrared, which is another non-alcoholic, you know, light lab drink, and an ultraviolet, which same thing, non-alcoholic light lab drink. Um, there was over by Test Track. There was a lot of um, cronuts, and if you don't know what a cronut is, it's a croissant and a donut um, kind of mixed together. Yeah, this was all over the place. This was mixed all like it was all over the park, not just. Oh well, yeah, I only saw it by test. Not track. the cronuts. I mean the food. The oh food yeah, was all it was over. sprinkled yeah, throughout yeah. the park. Yeah, so they had different kinds, like a cronut with cinnamon sugar, then one with chocolate and marshmallows, and one with um, hazelnut cream, aka Nutella. So um, lots of you know yummy. Oh, they also had a pancake milkshake. I wonder if what? that's like your yeah I didn't see that pancake milkshake ever by Test Track. Um, I wonder if that's like your maple bacon a little bit. Can't go wrong with maple bacon. No yeah. What? Um, so yeah, so there was a few other areas, and then we ended up over by Next Eats, and so it's funny because we had just been talking about um, the Impossible Burger. Yeah, we heard more about this, and we're not vegans, or vegetarians, but we're the not. Impossible Burger is some kind of burger that I guess it's a vegetarian burger that. Apparently, the people say it tastes just like a yeah, real hamburger. Yeah, they've engineered it, designed it to try to taste exactly like a real hamburger. Yeah. And we being, you know, we, we, we like a good burger, so we thought, let's try this thing. Let's see what this is like. So we got right. one of those. It was like a slider-sized one that had an it Asian, was. had like an Asian slaw on it and like a wasabi dressing on it. Wasabi cream and a spicy Asian slaw on a sesame seed bun. And my first feeling was, okay, the wasabi, I like wasabi, but I was worried that that was going to be real strong and it was going to overtake the meat. So it it's didn't. like, yeah, like this is going to be like a bad burger. So we're going to put wasabi on it so you don't taste the burger. <laughs> oh, All you taste right. is wasabi. It wasn't overwhelming. No, it was no. barely, it was it, just gave it a little heat, but it yeah, wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't bad strong. at all. The spicy Asian slaw was actually really good. It, and was, it was great. The was, the it wasn't that dressing. spicy. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. It, it wasn't bad, but the burger it was kind of peanutty. Um, the the Asian slaw. It was like a tie, kind of a tie yeah, thing tie. going on. Um, the Impossible Burger, though, I, if if I if no one had told me that it was a, a vegan burger, if I, if they just told me it was a burger and I took a bite out of it, I would have not known that it was a vegan burger, but I would have said. This burger doesn't have a lot of flavor. This isn't a great burger. It's not a great burger. Yeah. It, it either it was overcooked or because it's kind of mealy, you know. Um, it, it I don't know. It it, it definitely was almost like if you took the just the meat of a 
regular McDonald's burger. Yeah. Without any sauce on it and just said here. Like a little, maybe with a little more mealiness to it. Yeah, maybe. It didn't have a lot of flavor. I don't even know if it had McDonald's flavor. So all the flavor came from everything that was on top of it. Yes, the, it did. The dressing did. and the slaw and the wasabi. And, and I, with all I, that, it was great. Actually, I thought it was like a really good little good. burger. It was good. It was good. But my, it left me wishing that I had a real, had, there had been a real burger on it because it would have been really great if there had been a real burger on it, you know? Yeah. So. Like um, an Asian style Almost like a Thai flavor to it a little bit yeah. with that peanuttiness going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, in that same area, they had a steakhouse blended burger, um, which sounds really good. Yeah, actually. this was it was called Next Eat, so I thought I got the impression this was like future food. I don't know though, because I mean, other than the Impossible Burger, none of it really sounds like f- f- future. Well, food. one of them was beef mixed with mushrooms, and I think that the it was ground mushrooms, and maybe that whole idea there is to uh, like blended beef and wild mushrooms with brie. Brie right. cheese fondue, arugula, truffle, and blue cheese potato chips on a brioche bun. Maybe they're trying to make the burger not not half vegetarian because I don't think there's such thing as a half vegetarian, but maybe make it <laughs> make it like like supplement the beef. A, with yeah, a, a little with some less mushrooms. beef, so it's a little more yeah. healthy, or maybe make it a little more green or whatever. You, you had know. some loaded mac and cheese with like a pepper bacon and peppers and onions, um, some salmon. Then they had like an energy bar bite. Um, so that kind of sounds like kind of next eat, I guess. Um, and then the Coastal Eats, which we did not have any of, but they sound amazing. Um, they had like a lump crab cake um, with Napa cabbage slaw and avocado lemongrass cream, baked shrimp scampi dip um, with a sourdough baguette, and seared scallops with roasted corn and butter bean succotash in a succotash. chili com- chipotle butter sauce, which sounds, all of that sounds amazing. I think if we go again, I want to get something from Coastal We'll go Leeds. again. The thing goes all the way till November, so we got to go again Yeah. and review more food that we didn't get last time. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I I had a great time, a really great time. And there's a lot of activities, too, that like seminars and demonstrations and um you know, kids stuff too. Like there's a junior chef kitchen um, where kids can have, you know, some learning experience experiences. And then there's like this whole chocolate experience from the bean to the bar where they had like these amazing chocolate sculptures. Oh, almost forgot about that. Yeah. yeah Ghirardelli had this whole, is it Ghirardelli or Ghirardelli? I think it's Ghirardelli, right? I don't know. They had this whole exhibit set up. It was, it was indoors um, in the exhibit, like the festival center. Right. And they had these chocolate sculptures that were absolutely ridiculous. Like there was, you look at this thing and it just. Well, and one of them was of like, um, sorry to interrupt, but one of them was of. Um, they had a Black Panther Black one. Black Panther, which looked like chocolate. Right. I mean, I looked at it. It was amazing, but it looked like it was made of chocolate. And they had this. And then they had other ones that I was like, wait, maybe these aren't made from chocolate. Yeah, you had to look and see. And they yeah. had a sign that said, yes, they it's really made are made from chocolate. <laughs> they were all refrigerated. Yeah. They had this cat sitting in a tree that was like insane looking. Like how was that? It wasn't a cat. It was like a leopard. A leopard. Yeah. yeah. A leopard is a cat. Well, I know. But I mean, I think house cat. You oh, know? okay. <laughs> well, I said cat because I'm thinking like, what kind of cat was it? I don't want to say tiger or leopard or, or I think it panther was a leopard. if I forgot what kind it was. So <laughs> it was a cat. Yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, not be wrong gotcha. without being I super gotcha. accurate. I'm with you. But I looked at that and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And someone one day is just going to eat it. Uh, probably not, honestly. Those probably will go bad before anyone eats them. I got the impression. Well, they were in like these glass, almost permanent display-looking cases. Yeah, and, and they, they had and a they temperature had, monitor. They had a thermometer there, there yeah. showing that it was kept in forty degrees. So they're probably kept for a long time. Yeah, 
so we, I mean, and I feel like we still didn't even see everything. I, I mean, we, we didn't rush. We kind of took our time and had a really nice day, but I feel like we could go back again tomorrow and spend the whole day yeah. there again tomorrow and see all new things. And I just and like, try all new I things. just like the, the buzz that was going on there. It was the first couple days it was open all these live at live it, music everywhere. It, it was very busy though. It was real busy. But I thought that the lines for the rides weren't any longer than usual. No, it was so, like everyone was eating. <laughs> yeah, I felt like everybody was in the back by the country. Yeah. So the front, you know, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah. lines weren't that bad for anything. So yeah, that's couldn't true. complain about that too much. Yeah. Um, so all in all, it was a really great day. Yeah, we will... Um, be back. Yeah, for I sure. Think. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening today. And if you liked this podcast, please let us um, know. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or share us with your friends and family to help us grow. You can also find us on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. And speaking of hearing from you guys, we just heard from one of our listeners, Megan, who just reached out with, uh, she said she loved the last episode we did the hidden gems in florida yeah that was awesome and she said that was a great episode you guys can you guys do an episode on haunted houses because i kept talking about all the different haunted places that i thought were haunted but probably weren't so maybe we can do a so she said can you guys do one about haunted houses for halloween and that's a really good idea i thought that was great we should do that yeah so do you want to do one about haunted houses like haunted house attractions i think we can maybe or haunted places maybe maybe blended Yeah, yeah maybe blended like we'll talk about some haunted houses like attractions and then also maybe sprinkle in some real haunted, haunted places. houses we can there. do a couple episodes yeah about I think that. that'd yeah. be so cool so let us know guys if you have a request you want us to do let us know because Megan that's a really cool idea and we're we'll, we definitely going to do that yeah definitely remember at Florida Podcast um, search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube and be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com we'll see you guys next time bye bye <laughs>